0: you heard the rest now here's the best stay tuned sports podcast and hello guys welcome back to another episode of stay tuned sports Which is brought to you by bellyupsports.com and Bellyupsports Podcast Network. Um, Some interesting stories this week that we we could touch on. Uh, Unfortunately, once again, not too well, really, none of the sports are going on. Even though it seems like there's a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, slowly everybody's starting to talk about uh, June, July, some sports may come back. But uh, before we get into the show itself, head over to Twitter. Follow us there at ST Sports Podcast, as well as our Facebook page, our YouTube channel. I got to get the, the episodes back up and running on there. Uh, I think we're like three or four behind there. Um, but also head over to Teespring, our Teespring show, uh, store. If you go to our Twitter page, the pinned um, at, at the top of the, our Twitter page is our Teespring store. Head over there, buy a couple shirts. We only got two or three. But we do have a couple designs coming within the next week or two, hopefully. Um, And actually one, I'll kind of of spoil it here, the rumor, uh, is one of our our iRacing Stay Tuned Sports car driven by uh, Scott Crump, which uh, we had the Belly Up Invitational last night. And I believe he came in, it was either 10th or 11th, um but a lot of good competitors and i'll tell you what the last lap was very very close interesting uh coming around turn 4 a little bit of a bump there which helped uh the chair gating car win the race for them but just wanted to give a shout out to scott i mean he did a hell of a job had a little bit of damage on his car and you know talking to him a little bit today uh about the race I even said to him, you all know, when he went in to fix, he came out, started at the 24th spot after fixing the car. And to end up in 10th place, I am tell you, he's a hell of a driver. You guys should uh, tune in every Monday at 9 o'clock over on YouTube, uh, sim.tv, and look for the Pristine Auction uh, Series. And that's where he races. So keep an eye out for the number 51 car of uh, the Stay Tuned Sports race car. So since we're talking about iRacing a NASCAR driver is back in the news for back to back weeks this time a different racer of a little bit of a controversy going on so last week during a iRace uh, for NASCAR Kyle Larson did basically the unthinkable Um, he dropped a racial slur that no one should ever say I'm um, not gonna obviously say what it was but it was the n-word um, and how it all came about was kinda weird I mean you know in this day and age everybody's watching everybody's listening everybody's watching what you tweet out what you post on Facebook uh, what happened was I I guess The commentators were trying to get in touch with Kyle Larson just to talk to him about how the race is going and stuff like that. And Kyle Larson kept on saying, you know, can you hear me, guys? Can you hear me, guys? And then, hey, N-word. And dead silence for two, three seconds. And the commentators said, yikes. Yeah, we can hear you. Well, the hammer has come down on Kyle Larson. He has been uh, released from Chip Nassi's racing team and is no longer part of the organization. On top of that, NASCAR announced Monday that it had Spindle Larson indefinitely and told him he's required to take sensitivity training. Obviously, Kyle Larson came out, apologized and all that, but listen, first off, you know, I'm not trying to make... Uh, Light of it, of what happened, you know, like I said, it should never be said, uh, the n word in any type of way, whether it's even in rap songs. I mean, I, I don't agree with it in there. I mean, if you can't say it here, you shouldn't say it anywhere. Uh, but you're on live national TV, maybe you know, not as many NASCAR fans are watching it, but there are enough people. Watching it for NASCAR to keep bringing it back, you got to watch what you say. I mean, we saw this with Bubba Wallace uh, the week before, rage quitting, and on Twitter going after the fans because the fans were coming at him saying he's a quitter, and that. And he lost sponsors. Now, obviously, what Kyle Larson did is a hell of a lot worse than what Bubba Wallace did. Kyle Larson, his career may be done. Uh, reading up on him, he came from the, the sprint, uh, sprint circuit. And even that circuit said they're not allowing him back until he goes through the sensitivity training. And then they'll revisit the situation. We may never see Kyle Larson race ever again. And... There are a couple of other sponsors that are in discussions about dropping him. Um, before he was released from his racing group in NASCAR, they lost a couple sponsors, so he was actually his car wasn't even funded. Uh, so yeah, this this was a bad situation that Kyle Larson put him in, himself into. And I, there, there's no way of coming back. There's no way. I, I can't see him going anywhere. Even as a, a team owner, how would a sponsor want to help him out, fund the car, knowing what he said? And, you know, it, it's, you know, it, if you go over to, to Pat McAfee's uh, video of him talking about this. It even he says, like even he was surprised of how this went down. And you know what? Like I don't believe the apology. I mean to me to me with these athletes, whenever they do something stupid like this, 99% of it is just all a a, a PR stunt. Let's get in front of this before it gets too big. Well, there's no coming back from this so don't believe anything he says um, and hopefully you know he, he learned his lesson that you gotta watch what you say what you do and what you, you you post you know whether it's Twitter or whatever social media you're using so last week before I left, uh, left the air I talked a little bit about Dana White finding a island to hold UFC 249 and the fight's going down. And sure enough, the next day after I record it, UFC 249, which was supposed to be this Saturday, April 18th, has been postponed. Hasn't been canceled, but it's been postponed. Now after all the after it came out that it was being postponed Dana White finally came out and described where they were going to have it and all that stuff and the place they were going to have it was the uh, Tachi Palace Casino Resort which is kind of funny funny because a few weeks ago when you know they didn't have a place and uh Dana White said you know I got a place that I have lined up that, you know, we'll be able to do this in the US. I text my sister about it and I said to her, I was like, you know, watch 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 him try to pull us off on an Indian reservation. Because they aren't they don't have to follow our US laws. The the California or the Nevada stay at home law. Uh and sure enough that's what they don't really try to do. He had it lined up to have it at this casino. And had it lined up to have fights every week for the next two months with this casino resort. Well, Mickey Mouse, the highest up in Disney and uh, the highest up that you could go up in ESPN, according to Dana White. Called him and asked him to stand down and do not uh, have the event, you know. And when you have a a very lucrative contract with ESPN, you're going to listen to them. Now, with this happening, though, I think puts Dana White even more of a conundrum now with the Tony Ferguson and Habib situation. Uh, Habib is still over in Dagestan. Tony is obviously here in the uh, U.S. Do you cancel the Tony and uh, Justin Gaethje fight and put Habib back in there? Or what do you do with Habib now? So there's a lot of questions that have to be answered. Maybe. Maybe. Because Dana White is back at it again. Now, uh, the California Athletic Commission postponed all combat sporting events through May 31st. Okay, so May 31st. Dana White came out two days ago and said he's going to put on UFC 249 May 9th. And it's still going to be Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, uh... I believe they're trying to add Anthony Pez versus Cowboy Cerrone. Which I believe whoever loses that fight is retiring or is going to be done in UFC. Uh, And I I just think this is a bad move on Dana White's part. I've seen a couple people on Twitter, whether it's fans or even MMA uh, writers, say that if this backfires... In his face, this may be the end of Dana White. I just don't understand why Dana White just hold off another month. I know you want to be a, you want to be the first sporting event on television out of the gates once everything kind of starts getting back to normal. I really think, me personally, as far as this virus, I think another month. And and everything will start to slowly calm down. I'm not saying it's going to be over, completely over. I mean, we still have a long ways to go. But I think another month and you're going to start to see a little bit of normalcy coming back. You know, businesses opening back up. Uh, Why not just wait that month? You know, XFL, which we will touch on, uh, isn't playing. I don't see hockey finishing the season, let alone playoffs. Baseball, okay, you might compete with baseball, but honestly, I think maybe UFC is even bigger than baseball. NFL won't start till mid-July for training camps if everything is all open, because even with those guys, they're doing virtual uh, workouts right now just wait the month wait till june and then you know if 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 everything isn't opening back up then if you want to gamble then try to put on something there you're not going to lose money for a month i mean they have gone 3 4 weeks without a show i mean they didn't go bankrupt so i don't understand what his i think it's more of his ego is getting in his way and and if this fight may 9 doesn't happen i i think it will be the end of dana white i think he may step down but then again i think he's too stubborn to step down so i think you're gonna see the owners of ufc let him go either behind closed doors tell him step down and we'll give you a severance package or we're gonna fire you and get nothing I, as far as the fight card though i still think uh i still think they they should take justin Gaethje out of there put hobi back in there and still make the connor versus Gaethje match because i believe connor should still fight one more time before he's eligible for a championship fight I mean, right now he doesn't have an opponent and it looks like to me he's more waiting for either either it's Habib or Justin Gaethje falling out of the fight against Tony Ferguson or uh, Tony Ferguson falling out of the fight and Conor stepping in to get the interim belt to fight for the real belt. Now, as I touched on a little bit about the XFL, as we know, last week, they suspended operations and laid off their employees, and then a couple days later, they filed for bankruptcy. Their estimated um, assets and liabilities range from $10 to $50 million to 50000000 dollars The largest creditor that they owe is $1.6 million to the St. Louis Sports Commission, as well as seven of the eight coaches they owe money to as well. Now, before I came on, I did see there was a source that said that they are secretly trying to sell the league to offset the, the debt. I still see people doing the, I told you so, it wasn't going to uh, last. Again, no one could have predicted a global pandemic taking out every single sport that is out there, let alone a sport that just started this year. And the thing is, Vince and you know me and our good friend King were talking a little bit about this. He actually was doing it the right way this time around. And I still believe that if the, the, the virus didn't hit or they were able to finish the season, I think they would have been back next year without a doubt. I mean, as far as fan bases, the Battle Hawks have a huge fan base. Uh... The Houston Roughnecks were a very good team. So they had the fan base there. They had the TV deals there. They had everything in place to make this successful. And unfortunately, a global pandemic took it out. Now, as far as the league trying to be sold, I forget which NFL player. I think it was... Uh, the Dallas Cowboys Demarcus Lawrence said here you go NFL here's your time I think the NFL should buy the league and make it a developmental league let's all remember about NFL Europe yeah not every player that came out of there was a superstar but there were some good players that came out of there you had Chris Johnson come out of there You had, um, I believe, Kurt Warner played over there for a year or two. You had some good players that came out of there. And some of these NFL teams, I believe that's all they they need. Putting players on practice squads is not helping them out during the season. Maybe if, if they had a developmental league, you know, say four, five teams, and just like they did with the NFL Europe, however many practice squad players you have, they go straight to the developmental league. They get the practice time. They get the the game time. They get, you know, their uh, game tape that if they're a free agent, they could take to NFL teams to try to get them to, to get signed. This would be perfect time for the NFL to swoop in and by this league, and also you also think about this. There's some rules in the XFL that they could bring the NFL. And you, if there's any type of rules or plays that you want to try out, try it out in a developmental league. You look at uh, Major League ba- uh, Baseball with the uh, Robo umpire. They tried that out last year in AAA, and now they're bringing it to Major League Baseball. There's so much that the NFL could could do by buying the XFL. And, you know, I'd be willing to bet they're not going to have to break the bank to to buy the league. I'm sure that Vince McMahon just wants to pay off the, the creditors and, and go back to WWE. But I do want to say, you know, Vince, from me to you, congratulations. I mean, like I said, you were doing it the right way and it was working. You learned from your your mistake from the first time that you tried this. Congratulations. So, also, another story that came about, and I believe every one of us football fans are happy to hear Drew Brees signed with NBC to become a game analysis after he's done with his football career rumor is that he is going to be groomed to take over for Chris Collinsworth finally after all these years guys after all these years, our prayers sound like they are being answered finally. I cannot stand Chris Collinsworth. I'd rather watch football mute it instead of listening to him. And I think, you know, Drew Brees, he may not be Tony Romo-esque, but he's obviously very knowledgeable of the game. And I think he could bring a lot to the game. Now how this is supposed to go down is and this this part I actually liked a lot being a Notre Dame fan he's actually going to be calling the Notre Dame games as a uh, football analysis and he's also going to be on uh, football night in America As a studio analysis. Which will help him. Get used to being in front of the camera. Talking on the the microphone. And And the fact that I get to. Hear him. Every week. Calling a Notre Dame game. That's going to be. That's going to be fun to to hear. Now I'm just curious. Who. NBC is going to let go. Because I know Doug Flutie. uh, Calls the game sometimes. uh, As well as. One or two Notre Dame alums. So, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to see. And I think he's going to do good. I think this was a good pickup by NBC. Once again, ESPN drops the ball. They, they went after him. They tried to get uh, Peyton. They tried to get Tony. No one wants to go to ESPN. You guys are stuck with Booger McFarlane. Who probably will go on Nickelodeon to call the one NFL game. For the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. That uh, when they announced about the playoff TV schedule, they will have one game on the Nickelodeon channel. So what happens if a ref blows a a penalty call or something? Does like ooze get dropped on him or something? I don't know. But that would be funny though. Uh, so before we go though, one last NFL humor if you want to call us because us football fans I, me personally I hope this happens because I'll be disappointed if this doesn't. So with the NFL draft like I talked about last week NFL coaches will be calling their picks from their houses and now it came out that Roger Goodell will be calling the picks from his basement in New York Obviously, a lot of fans have a lot of time on their hands now since we're all quarantined. Well, they found out where Roger Goodell lived and are trying to organize a group to get together to stand outside his house to boo Roger Goodell when the draft starts. I mean, some of the ideas I heard, the best one was someone should rent a helicopter Get the biggest speaker and allow us that it could go to boo him. That would be freaking awesome. I, I would love that. The, the funny part about this whole story is him calling the picks from his basement. Like, is he living with his mother still? Like, he's stuck down in his basement or something? <laughs> but I will obviously definitely be tuning in uh, to the draft. The draft is April 23rd, 24th, 25th. Which the 25th is my birthday. By that point, I probably won't care about the draft because I'll be too drunk to remember what's going on. But I will still be booing Roger Goodell even at that point. So I think that's going to be it for us, guys. Uh, head over to Twitter. Follow us there at ST Sports Podcast. When you're there, and after you click the follow button, click the uh, pinned tweet that is our Teespring store. Buy a couple shirts. Like I said, we're going to have a couple new designs coming up uh, within the week or two. I will post that also on Twitter, so you guys will get the the information. Uh, Head over to Facebook. Like and share our page there. As well as subscribing to our YouTube channel. And head over to, while you're on YouTube, like I said, every Monday night, iRacing, uh, look up sim.tv, S-Y-M.TV and look for Austin Pristine uh, race series and root on uh, the number 51 car driven by Scott Crump which is the stay tuned sports car we have a couple different designs coming up uh, I believe the next one is in early May I believe and I seen the designs of the car and it looks hot it looks really cool so head over there subscribe to them so you guys can watch I'm always in the chat there so we could, you know, trash talk, do whatever we got to do. But till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.